0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Today we have Pat Wadham, who is with the Pat Wadham five-star team, REMAX Select out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and she has been in business for, um, since 1983, and in her spare time, she is a professional musician, and she plays the flute, and she's also a professional artist, and so I believe your website is art by Pam, Pat, art by Pat Yeah, there we go. No one gets that named, but there you go. There you go. W-A-T-T-A-M. Thank you. And then, but if they went to patwadham.com, they could see the link to the website too. Thank so, you. Kim. um I just, am, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today. I mean, we've known each other for so long that I don't even remember how we met. If we went through Cyberstars? Cyberstars, Star- yes. Yeah, Maureen and Terry. Yes, 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 yes. Maureen cool. Yeah. Okay, so because you are in Baton Rouge, you have seen a lot of disasters from hurricanes and flooding and everything. And I thought that this time of year, it would be appropriate to kind of go over some things for agents to be able to share with their clients. And just a side note, this is not just for coastal agents. This is for any agent anywhere in the United States, because I was telling Pat earlier that um, I did some research on this, and the number one disaster is flooding. You know, so no matter where you are, you've had flooding. Um, you have wildfires, earthquake, tornadoes, um, power outages. You know, we've had had them here where we were out for three weeks um, just because the heat knocked out the power grid. We had the snowmageddon. You know, so this I thought was a really good subject because it's things that real estate agents can share that information with their clients so that they are prepared should an emergency arise. So I'm going to let you kind of talk a little bit about what you've been through and then make some suggestions on what you've done and what you've seen that's worked. So there's so many things to cover. This is a big topic if you ask,
1: ask yeah. me, and I'm very familiar with the flooding, obviously, and the um, hurricanes. And tornadoes, quite frankly, but you can't really prepare for those. But some of the things we're going to talk about actually are things to prepare for anything. So um, one of the first things I will say is be prepared from day one. So hurricane season is upon us here. So we have our little checklist of things that we're going to put together. Which you know, I mean, really, water, food, and the reason I know this is during Hurricane, which one was it, um, Katrina? My girlfriend had all of her four, four, four brothers and sisters live in New Orleans. And they have been evacuated three times that year. And the second, the third time, they'd have brought nothing with them. And that's when it hit. And they had nothing to go mm-hmm. home to. I mean, you should have seen their houses. And so they didn't bring a change of clothes. They didn't bring anything. So I'm just saying, you know, you got to know if there's something coming your way, what's the odds of you being damaged by it in some way? And how's it going to affect you? I know that, knock on wood, I'm not going to flood just because of my elevation. Wow. So if we have a hurricane, I know it's going to be wind damage. And so where the tree, where's the tree line? What part of the house to stay away from? So those are just some things you can talk to your clients about that they should know. But there's things you need to prepare for up front for everything, which is basically having enough supplies. We stay here for three days, enough supplies. I will tell you that it's really two weeks because mm, enough people yeah. here who've been out for two weeks. We've The longest we've been out is a week and we just left and went to our beach condo. There you go. so you you have to have a plan of where you're going to go so if you know the storm is coming your way no matter whether it's a flood or whatever if you get caught in it where are you going to go where are you going to stay Mm -hmm. how are you going to get out so when we we were at the beach when um, hurricane gustav was coming and i i emailed a friend of mine uh, who works for the hurricane uh, preparedness and, and that was at lsu and i said we're at the beach um you know, what should we do? Stay here. Whatever. He goes, oh, no, stay there because you can get hit in Baton Rouge. I went, well, I didn't prepare the house because there was no hurricane coming when we left. So we left right. the beach at eight o'clock at night, got home at midnight. Everybody's leaving Baton Rouge. We're coming into the city, you know, because you have to do things which we even talk about. But if you're going to have a wind issue. You've got to take your ceiling fan blades
0: off of your ceiling fans. Oh, yeah. See, I, that's something I would have never thought of. Well, when you have your yeah. blades
1: come off, you'll never forget that again. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. It's yeah. That's like a good that point. We have to turn all your tables outside upside down so that they they get blown. They're not. They won't. They won't fly. We want things that won't fly. And for us mm-hmm. with our yard signs, even if we have just a little storm, we have the pole signs. We have to go lay those things down
0: so okay. that they aren't
1: flying projectiles. So I mean, it's weird things like that that people just don't think about. So for us, mm-hmm. we always keep a stash of water, stash of food, of non-perishables. But the one thing I want to tell people, whether it's a, a flood, which may not affect you, you, we if we had been home for the flood, we couldn't have gotten out of our neighborhood. The flood oh, yeah, we have down the street, so we would have been stuck here. And then the power went out. We just want we have a generator now. But um, mm-hmm. But my point there is that your refrigerator will last for 24 hours if you don't open it. And that's the hard thing. Yeah. The kids, no one touched the refrigerator. It will be okay. We actually, when we know mm-hmm. a storm's coming, we fill boils uh, uh, with water and freeze them. And then we put them in the refrigerator too to give it extra cooling, make it last a little bit longer. Keep it oh. a little
0: bit cooler. We fill our tubs. That's a good idea.
1: We fill our tubs full of water because what if, like this happened in Texas during the freeze, what if it knocks out the,
0: the water system? You got to be able to clean the toilets. You got to get some more water. Yeah. So it just We we literally had never done that with the bathtubs. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours called us and said, have y'all ran water in your tub? And I went, why would we do that? And they said, because you, you could lose water. And so we immediately, had, we, we had two bathrooms. We mm-hmm. filled them up with water. We were yeah. filling up water jugs. I mean, I was like going to the extreme because we had already been isolated for like three days, and they and then it ended up being two weeks. You know, right. we didn't lose power, we didn't lose. Well, we lost water the last three days, but um, we couldn't leave. You know, we couldn't leave to go anywhere, and so that's why you know, I'm a. I, as I was telling you, I'm a prepper, so I was like, "Well, we're good. You know, we're we're all taken care of. You know, but you know, yes. we didn't have the emergency of the electricity going out or the water and all that so the other thing though speaking
1: of where you're going to go always keep um some um gasoline cans that we fill with Mm -hmm. gasoline because let's say that you get hit and you guys couldn't leave because y'all were snowed in but we could leave Mm -hmm. but you couldn't get Mm -hmm. gas
0: oh yeah so
1: we already had gas in our canisters so that we could put those in the car and go until we, because once you get about four hours away from wherever you are, then you're, you're fine. Again, you got gas, you got water, you got everything you need. So you need Mm -hmm. enough gasoline just to get you that far and you need enough gasoline for your gasoline power generator for a minimum of three days, because I tell you when we had the gasoline generator and we set in line for two hours at six in the morning to get more gasoline and then the thing crap out anyway. So we have a house yes. now. So that's just some things that you need to think about. Just little things you might not think about. And the other big one we learned with Hurricane Andrew. Hurricane Andrew, we had. um, Didn't know what hurricanes were. My girlfriend calls and said, "Hey, are you ready for?" I said, "For what?" She goes, "Hurricane." Well, those are those little storms that come through here. She goes, "No, this is a real hurricane." I went, "What am I supposed to do?" She goes, "We'll go store, get some batteries, and get some food." It's ten o'clock at night. I'm going, sorry, sorry, Not, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Next morning at 30, our neighbor's house gets smashed by a tree. But anyway, they, so they people uh, would open up like the um, like the CVS grocery, um, the CVS uh, pharmacy. They opened up. They mm-hmm. had no power. So they couldn't run a credit card. They couldn't take oh. your time. So one of the things we keep now, we keep a stash of cash in the house, and it's not $100 mm-hmm. bills. It's not $50 right. bills. It's dollar bills, $5 bills, $10 bills that you can quickly go into a store Whether you have an earthquake or a tornado or anything, you got a stash of cash that can get
0: you through a few days. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Small bills. Yeah. You know, that's a good point, because when people the way that the country is moving now with real estate, you have people moving from different states to another state. And the entire climate will change. And so people moving to these other states, they don't know what emergency, like when you move to Texas, nobody thinks that. We have earthquakes, we have tornadoes, we have flooding, we have hurricanes, we have everything. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I always learned, uh, and I learned this back in my college days, Um, I'm trying to remember what happened. We had catastrophe and my mother was calling me and she says, get your car filled up with gas and never let your car get past, you know, three fourths or a quarter tank. And so to this day, my car is always filled up, you know, because you just never know when an emergency will happen. And, you know, that kind of like when we were having our grandbabies, of course, babies come in the middle of the night. Well, I we were jumping in the car at one o'clock in the night, but I had a full tank of gas, so I didn't have to worry about getting gas. You know, and well, that's, and that's the that's,
1: that's the important part because I think we we get so busy filling our cans of gas up, we forget to fill the cars up.
0: Yeah, yeah. All your vehicles need and to be full. I had a flat tire one time traveling. And, you know, it was very inconvenient, um, but I learned from that. And so now I carry an emergency kit. I carry um, a blanket. I carry flashers so I can put them around my car. Um, You know, I just had this whole emergency kit in my car, jumper cables and all that, and a change of clothes and a pair of tennis shoes. And because I was all dressed up, I'd been to my nephew's graduation and I was all dressed up in high heels and everything. And I was like, well, now what do I do (laughs) And so, you know, luckily somebody helped, but I mean, I was literally going to have to sit there for two hours waiting on, you know, somebody to come help me. So my sister who lives in Arkansas, she,
1: um, she lives 45 minutes from downtown Little Rock where she worked. So in her car in her truck, she kept the blank blankets and I gave her some of those, uh, silver, uh, you know, hiking sheets you could put on mm-hmm. water. Yeah. Kitty litter. To put under your tires in case you get anyway. She had a whole list of things. So what we do as Realtors, my team, whenever we see a storm coming, we call all of our our clients who are new to the area since the last hurricane because mm-hmm. we don't have you know they're not that often that are, are bad. Well, I mean more and more, but anyway, to call them and that um, I have that preparing um, for a hurricane tips from the from the trenches. a little sheet here, and we mm-hmm. send this to them so they have that. So we call them, tell them, this is a real hurricane. Don't be surprised like I was with Hurricane Andrew going, what's (laughs) this little windstorm coming by? So they have some ideas and things they need to do and gives them plenty of days ahead of time to have it done. And then one year, just a little tip for people, we send out, uh, if you're in a coastal area, or we're not even coastal, but we get enough hurricanes here, we use it. I send out an eight by 10 10, um, uh, laminated sheet that they, they could use to mark the hurricane progress. So get the kids something to do because, you know, you hear the corkings coming while the coordinates Mm -hmm. are coming our way. Just something that they could use to kind of
0: pass the time and not be anxious. Yeah.
1: It's coming their way. So that was just one thing. And and speaking of kids, you've got to have, no matter what the disaster is, you've got to have something for the kids, games, cards, Mm -hmm. whatever. Because if you get, if you you flood, you're going to go to a shelter perhaps until you have a place to get to that you can get to. Because in 2016 when the flood, they would come in a boat to get you and drop you off someplace. A T A N T A T N T went down, so no one could call anybody to say,
0: "Hey, mm. come get
1: me." Think about that. You can't call your wow. son. I talked to my older clients. We tried to reach our son. They dropped us off at a uh, at a Pizza Hut. That's where they left us. Mm. Mm. Somebody at Pizza Hut said, "I'll get you to a shelter." So you know you got to have some things with you that you can take quickly. And my right. other thing is, no matter what your what your Disaster could be coming your way. The things to you that are precious that you can't live without, take them with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with photograph.
1: that. It may be my favorite guitar, my flute,
0: mm-hmm.
1: favorite piece of art. I mean, you just got to think about this. Or Tommy Shaw's rid- painting. Tommy Shaw's painting, which <laughs> my photo with Tommy even better. But you know, uh, people who got rescued in boats couldn't bring anything.
0: Yeah. You know, when Harvey hit, um, my niece lived down there and she had taken the kids and, you know, her husband said, take the kids and go to Texarkana, which is where we're all from. Mm -hmm. And he stayed, but he literally had to swim out of there and he had dogs. And so he had two dogs and he said, I'll never forget him telling me that he he was in water so deep and he was like six feet something. Mm -hmm. And he said the water was so deep I couldn't even touch the ground. And I'm swimming along holding my two dogs and there's snakes going beside me, you know. And so I was like, okay. so another thing is to be pet prepared. You know, make sure Mm -hmm. you have your dog cage, cat cage, leashes, Mm -hmm. food and all that stuff. So here's, here's another little helpful.
1: We've been through so many things. So, some clients of mine were in an area they didn't think they were going to flood. And it was Saturday morning, the floods had already hit. Saturday morning, he looks out and he tells his wife, we're going to flood. She goes, where's it coming from? He goes, it's going to come from behind us. So, they started gathering some things together. And before they could get to their car, it hit and they couldn't get out. Mm. And they kept calling for help, calling the, you know, what if for the Cajun Navy to come? Nobody's coming. So, later that day, their neighbors said, we got to go. So what they did was they got their kiddie pool out. The two wives lay down flat in the kiddie pool and they put the dogs in there with towels under their feet so their toenails can't go through. And the husbands pushed that thing till six o'clock at night till they got rescued.
0: Oh, my gosh. Pool. So have a
1: kiddie pool. Kiddie pool. I'm just saying that's for your pets. Yeah. What a great way you couldn't put, you couldn't put the yeah. cage in there, but if you can get them wrapped up where they can't do
0: anything or you're laying there with them. Exactly. So, she has pictures of this. Oh, that is such on. a great idea. See that oh. would have been perfect for him because what he ended up having to do was as he was going through the water, you know, there were some people in these apartments and they were high enough and they said, would you like us to hold your dogs? Well, yeah. they were purebreds. So they took them never. And they said, we'll take you and we'll meet you at X, you know, X, Y, Z. And then when he went to XYZ, they're not there. They had to hire a private investigator to find their dogs. They found their dogs in a cage in the middle of a Walmart parking lot in the middle of, I think this was like in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. So they were heated in a parking lot and it was just the craziest thing. But, you know, people will take advantage of you if you're uh-huh. not prepared. You know?
1: so, so that's another thing. So make sure your clients know that their realtor is their best friend because we knew contractors whenever people called and said, so-and-so said that they're going to give us a mold test for $1,000. I said, Mm-mm, no, I can get you one for 500. You know, the, 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 the amount of people that were taken advantage of by this, was, it, would oh, it would blow your mind. And you can't rely on the government. It's too big. And it, a, a disaster is too big for them to handle. It's too big. Mm-hmm. And it requires neighbors helping neighbors. That's what we, we yeah. found. Uh, we have yeah. more people uh, sending that word um, after Katrina. Uh, a lot of my people with star power, they were sending me diapers from um, Texas uh, from one by one of the um, who has the big jean shine that, you know, the big military base. there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They sent yeah. truckloads of diapers to me and I just called my clients and said, who needs diapers? I have diapers and who didn't need wow. them. And we took them to Red Cross after that. But uh, we had people sending us st- me Things arrived for me to give out that I didn't know who they came from. Books and clothes for kids, and I finally called Amazon and said, "This is not me." They said, "Oh yeah, somebody heard about the about the flood there and wanted you to have some stuff to give away." So I'm just saying, people helping people. The other thing we did um, after the flood was um, I collected. This is crazy, but hundred dollar bills from people, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I went to my clients who were elderly, and I said, "Because even if you got just like two three inches of water in your house, what do you lose? Your shoes." Oh, yeah. Shoes. Yeah. So I gave her, um, gave a hundred dollar bills to my clients. And this one lady, said, she goes to my church and she said, i got my church shoes. i got another pair of shoes on sale. And my husband got a pair of tennis shoes with that hundred oh. I mean, dollars. And that just made her day. It did. You know? It's just a little things like that, that you could do. And I had friends send me a hundred dollars and I take them to whoever needed a hundred dollars pair of shoes. I mean, seriously. I remember you doing that.
0: I do mm-hmm. remember you did that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I do. But, you know, it. it's the little things that people don't think about that mm-hmm. makes the biggest impact. Yes. and in and, and it's one of those things that we talked about this also. It doesn't matter how much money you have; you're in the same situation as everybody else. Yes. And so, be prepared. You know, so if I want to, I want to make one more comment about sure. um, generators because
1: we finally got our generator, um, and we've only used it one well, two times. But one time for like three days in the last storm which we didn't have any damage. It's just no power for three days for us, but right. you know, it comes with a, a manual on how to use it. And mm-hmm. so after a couple of days, I started getting worried that we weren't, you know, we were letting it run the whole time. We run in the whole house. We got the whole house going to two ACs. I mean the whole thing. And I could hear it draining when I would turn on the air fryer, you'd hear the, it would power up. And so anyway, so I finally called, got a hold of the a company I bought it from. They said, don't use those directions. We're going to send you some directions." And their directions were to turn it off and let it cool down an hour every day. Check your check your oil in it. I'm scared to turn it off. It might not turn back on. You know, you're so you're so scared. I have friends who left it on the whole time. But, you know, to go to somebody like that and get the actual what you should do. So if you do have a generator, call the person who put it in to make sure you have the right instructions on how to actually use it when you're going to have to use it for an extended period of time and also oh, they'd always come on cuz i know uh, do you know uh, andy andrews the writer author yep. he's mm-hmm, down at, mm-hmm. on the beach and he was on Ona island and he did a whole video on well i got my generator no it's not turning on paid for that thing for 13 years and no it's not he's sweating like a pig out there you know so y'all and I called them three times and they haven't answered my call yet. You can just hear his voice saying this. So I always, so I'm always terrified that it's not going to work. So I do all my little preparations for just in case it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, and you know, because you've been through it so many times and I've been through similar, I don't, I'm never going to say I've been through what y'all have been through, but we've had similar things, but you know, it's it doesn't matter where you live. There will be a disaster. And you know, what's the best thing to do for your clients is to let them know what they need to be prepared for. You know, create a checklist and give it to them and, you know, help them keep it updated like every year. I mean, you could put it on your website, put a link on your newsletter, promote it, get them over to your website. I mean, they can download it, they can laminate it if they want, but that would give me peace of mind. But it also shows me my realtor cares and they know the market call everybody after the disaster because you're going to know what parts
1: of town got kicked. Oh. That's what we started calling. Who, who needs this one? We knew need, they needed shoes. They've got three, four inches of water. They got, they don't have any shoes. I mean, it's, you just know. Right. Stuff. So that mm-hmm. was I mean, I think it's very important to know who to call. And uh, yeah. And then I have a lot so of friends.
0: Call, them, be, call oh. them before the, mm-hmm. it hits, if you have time and then always follow up afterwards to see what you can do to help them. Yeah. We have
1: plenty of time before a hurricane.
0: Because yeah. you, yeah,
1: you, you, you never know when yeah. it's going to hit you. I mean, this last one, right. no one knew it was going to hit where it hit around New Orleans. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you're talking about it for a week ahead of time. Just give everybody the heads up and here's your checklist kind of thing. And then afterwards, when you know where it hit, then you start making phone calls to see who needs what and try to help them. I went to, and also here's, I uh, forgot this tip. There are places that um, uh, they have the shelters and they need supplies there. They don't need your old t-shirts. I can tell you what they don't need. And the one here that we go to is at Celtic Studios and they have a on their website or Facebook, they tell you what they're short of. So I made a, Debbie, Hannah, I made a run over to uh, Celtic Studios. And said, what do y'all need? Cause we know you don't have everything. And she said, we need right. five, we need five X sizes of underwear, shorts and tops and bras. Oh,
0: Cause they're
1: small, medium and large, extra large. They don't bring in plus sizes. So we mm-hmm. went out and I'm going to you what we went, every store we went to gave it to us for like a dollar. You want, I'll get you they wow. go back and say, here, here's our stash of stuff. You can have it for a dollar each. And then we also, we went back and after we delivered that's anything else you need for tonight. The and they said, we need men's depends. I mean, who would think these things up? You're bringing t-shirts yeah. and ratty shoes. No, these mm-hmm. people who are just in a the disaster, they don't need ratty t-shirts and your muddy shoes. Seriously. Right. They need no, I agree. They need something. They've had hard
0: times. Don't make them feel worse. Not
1: expensive stuff. Just clean, clean, Mm -hmm. clean, clean. So anyway, that's that was just a
0: little sign. Well, that brings up um, this is something I just thought of is, you know, check with your shelters in the area, your food banks and all of that. And just periodically, you know, three or four times a year, and just say, "Hey, what do you need?" And then you could do a fundraiser, you know, um, and have everybody donate what they need, and then take it over to them, and that way they stay stocked at all times, you know. So that would be great for the community because you never know—you may be the one in there wishing you had those depends. Well, you know, I
1: have to say the other thing is you know your fellow agents are going to be connected to many different things, and one of my fellow agents in another company. Was connected with a church down south of us that got hit hard last year with the bad the mm-hmm. the one that hit New Orleans and anyway right uh, and all the coastal parishes and Lake Charles again anyway so she said we're collecting food so we can take it to people on a boat
0: ah, and they would go to the dock there and yeah. they'd be
1: waiting there going we know y'all are coming what time y'all coming what you're going to have so we would get the list you know we would make you know bread. Uh, containers of tea. I mean, all just weird things that that people who have nothing are going to be able to use immediately. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it
0: doesn't go bad immediately. You know, we had during when Harvey hit um, some people from our church here that were fishermen, they, you know, of course they got their boats ready and we were all saying, well, what do they need Mm -hmm. to go down there? And, you know, they were saying gas cards, just get us gas cards because we're going to need gas. So everybody was meeting them right before they left and gave them all gas cards. Mm -hmm. So they went down there. Of course, they get there, they've worked a day or two and they got turned. They were turned back because of some legal issue, but they were able to help a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, so people that are leaving to go help, what do they need as well is perfect. You know, so, I mean, this could be. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say a lot of people get turned away doing the right thing. And I won't really go into mm-hmm. this because it's, you know, but I can tell you that during Katrina, I, I have a friend's mm-hmm. sister who's a nurse. They came up from Florida full of medical supplies and they were turned away from New Orleans.
0: Really? I and wonder because why.
1: Because they weren't. Just, whatever. <laughs> sent By the right company, I guess. And here in town, yeah. Celtic studios, people were bringing food over there, cooking outdoors doing all this nice stuff for them. Um, my art place, they had um, they were doing little art things for the kids to do over there, you know, to keep them entertained. And then uh, one of the big agencies coming in and now the food is no good because, you know, it could be contaminated. It could be, it, you know, there could be a lawsuit Somebody got sick. I mean, you understand it. But now the mm-hmm. people are hungry because they don't have the food ready yet. And we had all the food. Right. Ready. So in that unbelievable. Really- it's real important to uh like like during the the flood of 2016. You know, you see your neighbors flooded and you didn't flood. So mm-hmm. I went to their house with big jugs of iced tea and ice water sandwiches for them to have while they're working on the house. And some of the realtors yeah. went door to door in those neighborhoods that were hard hit with sandwiches for everybody who's there until they ran out of food. So no one's you know no one's telling us we can't do yeah. that.
0: Well, and, and I think that this is more of a community thing. Mm-hmm. And as a realtor, you know, people should be able to turn to you because you should know all of these things and you should be ready to help at a given moment, you know, whether you're a single agent, a brokerage, a team, whatever. So um to me, this is a fascinating topic because like I was telling you, I'm a prepper. I'm ready. You know, doesn't mean I'm going to have everything I need, but. Everything that we've talked about I pretty much already have done and you know there have been times that I'm like when we had you know when everything was shut down in covid, you know we um you know we live out in the country and you know our kids were like, you know don't leave the house, don't do this and I said, I am prepared so do you not know who your mom is? I mean <laughs> you know I'm prepared. And so, and then when we did get COVID, you know, we were down for like two to three weeks Mm -hmm. and we, you know, the kids were like, can we, we'll bring it and leave it on the porch. I don't need it. We're, we're prepared, you know? Mm -hmm. So even if it's just cans of soup or, you know, socks and shoes, you know, whatever they need, just create the list Mm -hmm. and give it to your clients because you may not think it's a big deal. But it is a big deal, you know, especially when it's happening. And Mm -hmm. you know, I've watched you go through it. I've I've seen a lot of friends go through that Katrina and that Harvey and all that. And so that was just kind of an eye opener. So I know a lot of people may look at this and say, "Oh, that'll never happen to us." Yeah, it's going to happen. It may not be a hurricane or a tornado, but it could be something totally different. Well, can I? uh, I, Let's talk about
1: COVID for one second, then, because I made my COVID stash as soon as it happened. I had mm-hmm. my Dayquil, my Nyquil, my Nucinex, my let's see. You had to have uh, vitamin D, zinc. You have uh, you had to have uh, like a like an aspirin. You know, this I mean, this mm-hmm. whole list. Of people, had, we've had that in there since 2020. We got COVID six weeks into my knee replacement.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, oh, my
1: God. It was, when they, they have a new medicine, else we took it, we were fine. But so we were quarantined. But you know what? Yeah, I called my doctor says. I've had this since 2020. Can I use? It? He goes, yes, you can use it. They they had the expiration date because they're they're maybe weaker, but they're fine. But yeah. but that stash is not just for COVID. When you think about it now, it's for the flu. Yeah. And we know COVID is gonna be rampant still forever. Mm-hmm. It's part of the flu mm-hmm. thing. So now I'm gonna have my stash that's just for that. That doesn't because what happens is that when we start going through all of our supplies before I made my stash, things were from 2016. 2009. I mean, seriously, yeah. you know, we don't have kids. Oh, everybody
0: does that. Yeah.
1: So anyways, I've even so did that. We cleared it out, so now everything is from 2020. That's 2023. Probably this need to go. But you know, you for a while you couldn't get Dayquil, Nyquil. In fact, you, we we couldn't yeah. get any more at the store. So we had our stash, and I had a good stash. Then of course Amazon came through.
0: Yeah. Oh, Amazon. Thought, well, same. you know, I took a picture. Somebody had sent a picture around of all the supplements and the vitamins and everything that you should take if you get COVID. And so I had that picture and I mean, I had it all. And then I would, if somebody was like, oh, I feel like I have COVID, I would send them that picture and say, okay, get somebody to go get this or have it delivered. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it really did come in handy, you know, Uh for everybody to know, because not everybody paid that much attention, you know, Um, didn't think it was going to happen, you know, and I mean, I remember when my husband got, te- he's had it twice. And when the first time he got tested, he was like, well, because you- we both felt bad. And he said, you need to get tested. And I said, I don't need to get tested because you got tested. If you if you feel bad and I feel bad, I think I have it. <laughs> and So, I mean, we didn't have, he had it really bad. I didn't have it all that bad, but, um, you know, but you're prepared, you know. Yes. So it's just the little things that if people would, just think, you know, what can I do for my community to mm-hmm. help them through a national, a natural disaster or, you know, whatever, you know, that will be remembered forever and ever and ever, you know, and it's one just of things
1: people things I'm sorry. One of the things I was told during COVID with one of my realtor groups, national groups I was talking to, and they said we had three jobs. And I thought these three jobs are our jobs all the time. We just never thought about it. One is to educate One is to bring what's the words like peace of mind to them and the other is to entertain and delight them. So that during during COVID, how many entertainers were doing things for free on Zoom all the time or Mm -hmm. on Facebook or on YouTube? I mean, I I got to watch Tommy Shaw getting a foot scrub with his wife. She was showing us how to do a foot scrub. I mean, seriously, they're entertaining. I
0: I wish I had seen
1: that. Yeah, I got them all, you know. (laughs) He's making a, yeah. anyway, but, but so, you know, we did more music videos because we can do that. My whole team yeah. is music, musicians. We did more oh, music yeah. videos and I'm going to tell you what we've had more views during COVID than we've ever had before or since. Wow. So it's just yeah. paying attention to, you know, give them education, letting them know that things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then giving them something to a enjoy. Solution. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and for those that are listening in, um, the reason why we talk about Tommy Shaw is because we both are, have crushes on him. I've had a crush on him since the first time I laid eyes on him. And we've seen sticks. Probably, I think you've seen sticks more than me, but I don't think I'm far behind. I don't know. I think we're pretty close to
1: it. In case you hear noise, and this is my husband. He doesn't know we're recording this, so he's been making noise over I, here. Sorry. I saw him walk by. <laughs> He's been out doing, you know, honeydew things for us. Oh, yeah. In the oh heat yeah. Because we have yeah. another storm coming. I'm not to hear the thunder coming this way, but.
0: Oh, Lord. Well, that's what yeah, we've had them on and off. Okay. Well, listen, I think we can wrap this up. I think we've given everybody a ton of information. And what I would suggest is, um, well, the first thing I'll say is in the show notes, we're going to put some of the things that Pat has sent me that you can just recreate or pass it on to your clients. And then think of the things that you need to do in your community that need to help these people before and after. And, um, you know, of course, I knew this would be a great podcast. It's very informative and I think it'll help everybody. And it gives ideas, you know, new ideas for realtors that they can do, even if they did Popeyes. You know, this would be a great Popeye, you mm-hmm. know. So, all right. Well, Pat, you know, I just love you to death and I do appreciate your time. and. If there's anything we can do you, just let me know. And I hope you get to feeling better. We
1: we appreciate your expertise. So thank you for always being there with my 5,000 questions about,
0: what, how do I do this? And I'm always going to be there. Thank you.